Hey everyone, quickly before we jump in today's episode, me and Kyle are looking to help three people who have struggled to put on muscle. So maybe you're plateauing, maybe your strength isn't there, maybe you're stuck. We're looking for three people who want to gain 10 pounds of new lean muscle without gaining fat in 90 days. And we're going to guide you through this process, give you all the guidance you need, give you all the direction and level up your resources and understanding around fitness, health and happiness to help you be a better you. So if this is you, go ahead and DM lean muscle to us on Instagram to act Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We only will be accepting a few people for this promo because we want people that are hungry and fired up. So if that is you, definitely be sure to DM us on Instagram saying lean muscle to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Now into the episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm fired up. We got a great episode, Motivation Monday. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in with us today. You know, sit back, enjoy that coffee, uh, and be prepared to learn, to get fired up, to get inspired, just to do some amazing things, because we have a jam-packed episode, as always, with tons of amazing content. And if you're new around here, we like starting it off with some quotes to kind of expand your mindset, to go into what we're thinking on, what we're working on. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. I'm going to be bringing one back. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, if you kind of know what my favorite quote is, you know what's coming. So my quote this week is, how you do anything is how you do everything. I've said this a lot before. I know this sounds a little bit confusing and it sounds a little bit like, you know, why are you trying to be so abstract? Like, what does it mean how you do anything is how you do everything? Like, does that mean how I drink my coffee is how I work out? And as silly as it sounds, it really is. Like, the point of this quote is when you kind of set a standard of doing things to 50% or not living to your full potential, you'll kind of see that spread throughout the rest of your life, right? In the morning, if we decide to hit that snooze button, it's not much easier to say, oh, I'm not going to do this hard thing this morning. I'm going to put it off. And instead of going to the gym, I'm just going to chill and watch some TV. Then you skip that and then you go, and eh, instead of eating my healthy lunch that I packed, I'm going to go out and eat. Whereas if we say, hey, everything I do, I want to do with intention. You know, when I'm working hard, I want to work hard. When I'm resting, I want to rest well. When I'm spending time with people, I'm present with them. I'm you know, mentally available, I'm there. When I want to work on myself, I do that. When I'm showing empathy for myself, I'm doing that. And I just think this is a great reminder because if you take this quote and you just kind of repeat it in your head throughout the day, you'll see there's a lot of different points where you want to take shortcuts, where you want to go the easy route, where you want to do different things like that. But when you start to say, no, I'm going to do this, it's going to help me, it's going to help me push forward, it goes a long way. And I think this ties perfectly too into, you know, I thought I had, which is just, as we mentioned before, your higher mind versus your lower mind. And the difference between these two minds often is which one is thinking of the future consequence of your actions, right? Lower mind wants, you know, hedonistic tendencies. It's like, I want that tasty food now. I want to skip that workout so I don't have to work hard. All these different things where higher mind goes, hey, I'm not going to eat this food right now because it's going to make me feel like garbage. It's expensive. I already packed my lunch, right? Higher mind will say, I'm going to get this workout in so I can, you know, get that endorphin rush. I can get it done. I can have myself improve and get better. And very often the truth truth is like you're not going to always want to go to the gym there's tons of times where I don't want to work out where I don't want to eat healthy I don't want to do these things but because I've done it often, I've really came through with this attitude of how you do anything is how you do everything. It's been easier on me. You know, I've had the discipline, I've built the habits. And this quote is something I just constantly say to myself and I'm repeating in my mind because there's just times, you know, we've mentioned the podcast too, like we're setting the space and 
You know, at night, a great example, a perfect example for this is, you know, when you want to go to bed, I'm sure everyone can relate. They're tired. They don't want to brush their teeth. It's that extra thing. But all of us understand the consequence of not taking care of our teeth. And that's why I think most people are pretty consistent with their brushing. You know, it's like that necessary evil. But when you go, you get it done. It's way better than if you don't do that and you get a ton of cavities. So when you kind of take this mantra towards doing your workouts to, you know, eating healthy foods, to spending time learning to, you know, really kind of watching and absorbing really high quality content that's going to build you up not break you down it really does go a long way so i really challenge everyone to kind of look at how they're approaching things at life you know are you just switching lanes without signaling are you rolling stop signs really bad because there's consequences to these things as silly as they sound and we can easily start to dilute the quality of things you know david goggins had a great speech how you know new job syndrome you go to that new job you're so excited you're there early you're in your best clothes you're smiling you freshly showered and then before you know it after a few weeks you're coming in late your clothes aren't as nice your shoes aren't shined you know because these things can kind of dissolve in their quality but when you keep saying i'm going to bring my best effort my best intention that's how you'll notice in life you'll be getting the best results as a response to that so that's why this is my favorite quote ever and that's why i thought it was appropriate to bring it back yeah, definitely one of my favorite as well. And it's like, it's a good reminder because, you know, it's so easy just to let things slip. And even myself in my day to day, I'm just like, there's some things that, I mean, let's get real. There's probably five to 50 things that we don't want to do in a regular day. But when you think of just like, you know what, it's not even about getting it done. It's just more so about the habit of getting it done. So the things that, you know, maybe like making my bed in the morning or, you know, Josh talks about brushing the teeth or like, you know, just going on my, like my walk, even though I was like, Hey, I didn't want to go for too long this morning, but I'm like, I just, I want to keep that habit going. Cause how you do is anything is how you do everything and it can carry over so well into your life in so many different areas and I think a lot of people who maybe aren't as disciplined or just who aren't as you know, as consistent with things, I think it's because they do let a lot of other areas slip. So when it comes down to those areas that, you know, they really, that mean a lot to them and that, you know, they're also struggling with, it's just because of those other things that are taking place where they're just like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm letting it go, you know? And yeah. So once again, I always try to give a hundred percent, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's taking down wallpaper, whether it's, you know, going for a walk, whether it's going for a run, whether it's doing something for my clients, whether it's relationships, like anything like that, just try to be your absolute best. That's like really all I think we're trying to get at here and I guarantee you you're just going to have so many amazing wins and you're going to see your life just get so much better from that so very well said I'm going to keep that there and you owe it to yourself too right like do you you have one body one life be your best self challenge yourself for that you know I think it's easy to cop out and say eh whatever, I'm just going to get by. But I know it's a hard realization to say, wow, I'm going to have to work hard to be the person I want to be. But you know, it just starts with these little things, these little decisions getting a little bit better. Don't rush it all at once. But that's all we're saying. Yeah. And like people will know, like I guarantee you, some of you can think of the people in your life that no matter what task is given to them, they're going to be there. They're going to be there on time. They're actually going to be there earlier. They're going to give it their all. They're going to like just every area. Like there's, I want you to challenge yourself to be that person. You know, when someone thinks like someone who's just no matter what you ask them to do, they're just going to be there. They're going to be fully present. They're going to be fully engaged. Like whether it's once again, asking someone to paint or whether it's asking someone to help you move furniture, asking someone to, you know, just give it your all for whatever it is, like anything fitness related, anything just, you know, whatever it is, like you want to be that person. And I really encourage you just to consistently try to be better. Every single person here we're speaking to you, because I guarantee you all have so much capability just to be your absolute best and to push some crazy standards and some crazy challenges. So yeah, that was very well said. Um, my quote is quite simple here. If you think lifting is dangerous, try being weak. Being weak is dangerous. And, uh, you know, 
I've just obviously we all we all experience injuries in the gym, right? That's gonna be that's gonna happen over time. But the pro of lifting weights and just being strong, it are gonna far outweigh the small little things that may take place. You know, obviously little things happen, right? But you know, what made me start thinking about this the other day, especially because I've had like quite a few little falls, you know, whether it's being at the bike park and just slamming my back on the, on the, you know, the wood and stuff like that, or just like, you know, falling and almost twisting ankles and stuff. Like you've been, been really challenging myself with biking, which has been great. But even Josh had a great point. He's like, if you weren't at a situation where you're like, you're as strong as you are and just, you've done what you've done for the last few years, it's very possible I would have been out for the count. Right. And there's been so many encounters myself that I just feel like it's primed me no matter what whether it's like through an ice storm whether it's just like on a run and there's a route and like I'm like my ankle twist but then I pull it back just because like everything I've done in the gym for the past few years I feel like has primed me right so once again is just an encouragement for those of you who may not see the full-on benefits of strength training you may just be looking at the journey and be like oh I don't want to get too bulky or like you know I just you have all these limiting beliefs that come with strength training which uh you know have been proven a lot through the myths over time but just realize that you're going to be so much stronger, whether it's putting your, you know, luggage overhead in an air fl- airplane, whether it's lifting up your newborn kid, whether it's, you know, lifting up your, your neighbor's kid or your, you know, friend's kid, like whatever the situation is, like there are so many amazing benefits being strong. That's another one is strong, not skinny. Like that is such an amazing accomplishment, even kind of tying it into the lean muscle here as well. Just something that's been on the top of my head. And I encourage you to all focus on that going forward. Yeah. So well said. And now we're going to jump into our thoughts of the week. I know Kyle has some killer ones and uh, Kyle just beasted out a big challenge. So I know he's pumped to talk about that. I'm, I'm even curious here. Yeah. So um, I did like a 12 hour walk challenge, which was fun. It was like uh, no headphones, fully unplugged. Um, you're not being, you're not allowed to bring anyone with you. That kind of defeats the purpose. And, uh, it's cool. Cause we just challenge our clients to do, um, at least an hour by themselves with the same criteria. I do think there are so many amazing benefits to being unplugged, no phone, no podcast. Like the, the, uh, the stuff that comes from this is just endless. Like I could go on for days, but you know, as I was like on my walk, um, I, you know, wrote down a couple of things that I learned that I think a lot of you can, you know, kind of similar to my recent marathon relay uh, or ultra marathon relay. I learned a lot, but similar to that, one of the biggest things I have to say is especially when you're struggling you have to be able to trick your mind like your mind you have to be able to just control it at all times and we're going to talk about that later with a question that someone had asked but I'm going to use an example if you're in the gym and you're all you're focused on is you know how many reps you have left how many sets how many exercises you have to just be able to fully be present and focus on what you're doing at that current moment so for me especially when it got so hard at hour eight hour nine whatever it was I was struggling I was I was hurting so badly but I was just focused on okay do one more minute do one more kilometer and that's the same within the gym, right? Being able to do that, whether you're you're someone who's an endurance athlete, whether you're doing whatever it is, being able to just like not worry about how much further you have to go and focus on what's right in front of you is one of the most important things, you know? Um, another thing I was going to share as well is like nobody really knows if you quit, right? So I, I made it a point to tell a lot of people what I was doing um, because they all sent me, you know, Josh shot me a nice message saying, you got this. Like, it was really nice because I was like, man, I'm going to have to tell so many people afterwards. But at the end of the day, especially with your fitness journey, I feel like it's just so important to 
tell people what's going on around you because they they all know, right? It's so much easier just to kind of hide behind the, uh, you know, behind the blinds and stuff and just like, you know, be trying to lose fat and build muscle and do all this great stuff. But when people don't really know, like you're, you're just, nobody really cares, you know, what's going on. Cause they're just like, you know, I have, I have no idea if they were even working towards that. And then another thing I was going to say as well is like, and this is so important to realize is like, no matter what you're doing, whether it's like a cardio event, um, strength training, whether it's like getting ready for just regular life, trying to improve fitness wise is like, it's always going to go in waves, right? There'll be times I'm feeling a hundred percent unstoppable. I feel like I'm on top of the world. I'm just like taking in all the views. It's beautiful weather. Five minutes later, I feel like absolute trash and I'm like, everything's hurting. The blisters are crazy. You know, I ended up covering 56 kilometers, which is pretty wild and 77,000 steps in 12 hours. But more of the story, I know last time when I did my run, I was talking a lot about stepping out of your comfort zone and like you're capable of more. And like, I do believe all those things apply, but I want to share a couple other things that um, I also wanted to share as well as like one other thing, nagging pains will always go away when there's something else to focus on. I think it's pretty powerful how like, you know, your knee can hurt so much, but then when your foot hurts, you forget about the knee and then your foot starts hurting. And uh, I know that's more of like a cardio thing, but just in general, it's pretty wild how at the end of the day, our mind is everything. What we end up focusing on, whether it's the pain we're in, whether it's the, you know, just how much longer we have, whether it's like how much, yeah, like just whatever it is, like when we can start to control the mind, that's why I thought it was such a great challenge because a lot of it was your mindset. I can't listen to motivational videos for six hours as much as I love them and as much as they help me. That's not going to help me here. I've just, I've got to battle my mind this entire time. So really cool experience. I recommend uh, people doing it to a certain extent. I don't think you need to do 12 hours to see the benefits, but you could do four. Even Josh said six would be incredible. And I thought that was so well said because I'm like, honestly, I would have gotten all the benefits here, but I wouldn't be hurting as bad and not be able to walk for a few days. So anyways, that's all I got. I just want to share that with you. And hopefully this inspired you to get out there and spend time in nature and be by yourself and spend time thinking and being present and all those amazing things. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, you know, Kyle's beasted some big challenges. So he's a great example of stepping up to them. But I think a lot of people are so zero to 100 with some of the things they want to do. Like they'll go from saying, oh, you know, I'm not done anything to I want to do an Ironman. It's like, whoa, you know, like let's let's set some reasonable goals first. And I think sometimes people set these big, crazy, scary goals or challenges to take away from doing the things they need to do, which is sort of the basics, right? Like Kyle can do these crazy things because he's consistently on top of his nutrition. He's training hard. He's, you know, educated. He's done all these different things, right? And for him, these are like extra mental enhancements. But I know a lot of people that are quick to want to say, hey, I just want to sign up for this crazy thing. And, you know, if I, you know, that's it. And then they'll do one thing and then that's it. Or they won't even do it. And they'll use that as an excuse. So, you know, that's where if you're doing a lot of things well, you know, you should definitely challenge yourself with these things. They're called massage. I believe, um, you know, the Japanese word, which is doing something so hard that the effects last for a year. And it's so beneficial because something like that's crazy, right? And that's where I think it's even good knowing how to motivate someone. That's why originally I told Khan, like, I don't think you'll be able to do it. It's probably too hard. Dude, I thought about that so much when Josh said that because between four and eight hours, I was so close to turning back. I was like, I want to stop. I want to stop. I want to stop. And I'm like, but Josh said that I was going to do this. You know, he's like, <laughs> and that's and he, how I he knew, knew you would do it. I was like, but he's, I was like, I can't tell him he's right that I'm not going to complete it. Cause I was like, uh, please just anyway. So that was really cool. Yeah, I appreciate that, you. Sharing that's that. where it's good when you know someone, right? Because I'm like on the day I'll actually be supportive, but I knew me saying that he wouldn't do it would make him do it, which is funny. Cause people always do that to me. They'll be like, you can't hit that weight. That's way too heavy. And I'm like, okay, you want to see, but you got to know how to motivate someone too. I think that's another fun lesson, even just observing the craziness Kyle did, right? Like is both these different things, you know, is knowing how to motivate someone. There's other people, if I said, 
you're not going to do it. They'd be like, what is wrong with you? That's so rude. Like, why are you being mean to me? I just want to do something good. And I think you got to really know too, even in your life, like how people want to be motivated, what kind of, you know, gets them going, right? What makes them tick. And when you can kind of use that, you can also be a better inspiration. I've definitely learned that as a coach, you know, I have people that are need a lot of tough love, like they need black and white, like, Hey, this week was a horrible week. You need to do better. And then there's other people where we need to look into those small things. And, you know, that's a whole different kind of thing. But I, once again, you can derive so much like learning and knowledge from different things like that. But that is an absolutely beast thing. I think that's really intense and really cool. I've told a lot of different people about it. A lot of people are like, that's crazy. I couldn't do that. So I think that's pretty awesome. And I think that goes perfectly into my thought of the week, which is you're capable of more than you think, right? Like, you know, even the thought of a six hour walk, I'd question if I could do it, you know, and then even Kyle, boom. 12 hours done like continuous crazy no headphones like even for him i'm sure next time we even mentioned uh, the other day he had no headphones in the gym and he just got it done but it's probably that much easier when you've gone 12 hours without it because you go hey you know i don't need all this stimulus i don't need to always be messaging people all day for no reason like i can be alone with my thoughts and even now more than ever it's scary for people i think to be alone without their thoughts without headphones a tv playing a phone in our hands a book a audiobook a podcast we know how it is like but it is really important sometimes you just take that time to be alone with your thoughts because sometimes that's where you get some of the most value and leaning into your more capable than you think i worked out with a buddy recently you know and normally we like he burns however many calories on his apple watch but i'm like yo i'm gonna push you man so i've never worked out one-on-one with him and usually when i do people are like oh you know you see because i i try to be pretty intentional and really you know drive the intensity and have people you know lift the weights they should use and you know by the end of that he like tripled the normal calories he burns on his watch and we didn't do any crazy supersets or anything we're just working hard using the right weights getting good contractions having good form and even at the end, what I thought was so interesting, he said, yeah, normally I just try and get it done as quick as I can, right? And it's funny how we can put these glass ceilings on ourselves for our potential with preconceived notions of like, I need to rush out of here. Like I know a lot of people feel that need, but if you can change that mindset of I need to rush out of the gym to this is my gym time, you know, dedicate what it is. And if you're over that time, you know, leave, but like you should be able to allocate like a good hour, 45 minutes. You know, I like to be in there about an hour and a half because I actually really enjoy it. I like to do my abs there, you know, do if I want to, you know, do some fun things, some cardio, some Tabata, all that other great stuff. But, you know, when you're in there, make that time your time. But another example of, you know, preconceived glass uh, ceiling is I'm a weak person or I'm so horrible at these or I can never get this form right. Like if you can remove that language and start to bring positives, like it's amazing what you're capable of. I was even telling Kyle, there was a study done where there's a genetic trait that makes you, you know, better to handle oxygen and, you know, actually do better with cardio, right? And they took two different groups and some people had that trait, some didn't. And they put them into different groups, even though they were mixed groups and said, hey, half of you have this trait, half of you don't. The half they said that did have the trait, every single one in there, did better, scored better on their VO2 max and just believed it, even though some of them didn't have that trait and some of them did. And on the opposite, some people did have that trait, were told they didn't and actually performed worse. So it goes to show you how mentally we can really either, you know, be our own motivators or we can be our own detractors, right? By putting these glass ceilings, by putting these mindset shifts these different things so when you can challenge that and you can build yourself up and say hey i'm capable of this i can get this done you can really start to realize the amazing things you can do and that you are capable of yeah that was so well said yeah it just it was uh it was inspiring just to see even josh like push uh you know push our buddy and just like you know show it's like so many of you are capable of just doing some 
absolutely insane things like and and once again it doesn't have to be insane but just better things like pushing to the next level just getting better results like feeling your absolute best and that's why we started this like we want every single person to know that you are capable of so much more you know whether it's just accomplishing something work-wise career-wise relationship-wise like obviously fitness because that's our biggest thing but even just happiness-wise like whatever it is like you are capable of some incredible things and uh yeah that was very well said um one last thing i was just going to say i genuinely believe one of the biggest things for overall success is having the ability to adapt no matter what situation. So Josh and I were talking the other day about even just being able to do your morning routine, for example, in whatever situation, whether it's, you know, a baby's crying, whether it's like you're in a different workplace, whether you're in a different city, being able to adapt no matter what, whether it's morning routine wise, whether it's workout wise, whatever it is. And even myself last night was just a horrible sleep. You know, a little puppy was just waking up every few hours wanting to go to the washroom and stuff. And I'm like, it's so easy to wake up and just be like, eh, you know what? I, uh, you know, can't work out, can't go for my walk, can't even film podcasts today. We're blasting out a ton. But at the end of the day, like being able to adapt, and I'm not saying like to be able to always you know, function on low sleep and just like say, you know, forget about sleep and stuff like that. But I think some people literally can't go like they need everything to be perfect. So it's a really good challenge to be able to take these things like when you're uncomfortable to take these things where you're not feeling your absolute best, but still be able to put in the work. I know some people to be able to go to the gym and work out, they need every duck to be in a row, everything to be fully in line. I'm like, no, go when it's uncomfortable, do these things when like you're not at your absolute best, like you have to be able to adapt. Or if you're waiting for that perfect time, nothing's ever going to get done. You know, if I I said, Hey, let's wait until tomorrow until I get a better sleep and I'm not woken up. Like that's just not going to happen. Like it is what it is. And I think it's very important for a lot of people to realize being able to adapt no matter what work, travel, um, you know, family life, whatever it is, it's so important. And that's what I had on my top, the top of my head for today for as well. Yeah, that's a great segue into our client shout out, my client, Caitlin. I want to give her some, you know, just special attention here because so we do uh, video check-ins every week with our clients one-on-one. Our coaching is very personal. You know, a lot of these other coaches say they do coaching, you know, they'll pawn you off and you'll be talking to someone, some other country. You'll never see their face. They wouldn't know who you are if they were walking down the street. But we really love being able to be one-on-one. And what's awesome about it too is we do it in a way that you don't have to be at a certain time. So it could be live if you want it to be. It could not and that way you can kind of get back and forth there's just something about looking in someone's face having a free flow discussion but anyways what i want to really shout out is caitlin is just look for solutions so she was away on deployment in qatar you know hustling getting it done constantly finding solutions the gym didn't have certain equipment you know the food that was available on the base wasn't this but always saying hey i did this i found protein with this i you know found this idea in the gym or do you have an idea for this substitute and i love that because people always say like what are your biggest pet peeves as a coach and for me it's people that have obstacles that they let become you know hard barriers they become prisons so as kyle mentioned like you know hey i had a bad sleep so i can't do this or my gym isn't the best or i don't have time i'm busy is probably my most disliked excuse Mm -hmm. right now because me and Kyle are always talking about how no matter how busy you are even the busiest person in the world will allocate and spend their time doing what they deem the most important so busyness is kind of a veil we can kind of use as like oh I'm so busy or I wish I could hang on I'm so busy but it's like a weird defense where it actually kind of stops us from living it's just lame excuse we can use right and just the same too like so Caitlin's checking she had four issues this week four challenges right and this is where some clients would say hey I had this challenge I couldn't overcome it I had a horrible week and we'd work to solve through that but she was already on top of it so first and foremost Halloween candy every year 
I get a few people that are like, I messed up. I kept the candy out. I just kept having one or two and I it really add up. It's amazing. And you know, this happens a lot, right? It's understandable. The candy's good. It's available. It's a challenge, right? So instead she said she knew she had a problem with it. She got rid of the Halloween candy. She brought it to work and gave it to people that enjoyed it. A lot of the time, just getting the food out of the house is so powerful. And like, you can see how in that, instead of that being, you know, an excuse and being a reason why the week wasn't good, this is something she got in front of and she crushed. Next with groceries, she had mentioned how she's more tempted to get some fun sweet things and, you know, all these different high calorie options. So instead, just Instacarted the groceries, suck to the really healthy, you know, good quality things, you know, things that would need to be prepared or they'd go bad for meal prep being on front of it. On top of that, even getting a habit app, she said, where she'd have to manually check that she's had her tracking every day, as well as five workouts a week, which is awesome. And then even being around, like she said, other people that were having like a lot of like pops or beers, whatever, you know, even just having Mio drops in the water uh, to make it a little bit more fun to double down on the water to make a challenge of getting in more water. And once again, you can see how I love this because these could be four things that could be stagnating or inhibiting progress. But instead, these are four solutions. And like Kyle said, when you can break through these obstacles, you know, we've mentioned before the obstacle is the way you're unstoppable because there's always obstacles. You know, a lot of people say, hey, I'm not starting on my fitness till the new year. Like I got, uh, you know, obviously Thanksgiving, I got Christmas coming up, just too much going on. I'll worry about it later. That's not the attitude you want because then new year is going to come and then there's going to be a million other things. Who knows what's going to come up, right? Maybe get a new job. Maybe there will, something bad will happen. Maybe, you know, all the gyms are closed. Like who knows, right? And that's why you got to kind of get into it regardless of your situation. Some people got a harder hand than others, but you got to play it and you got to learn through it. And that's how you make health and fitness part of your life. It should never need to be like Kyle said, when all of your ducks are in a row. And I think Caitlin exemplified this this week. She's been working hard. She's been crushing it, killed her first powerlifting meet, which was super, super cool. And I'm really excited for her continued success in the coaching program here. So I want to give a special shout out to Caitlin. Yeah. We're so proud of you. All, uh, all of us here at uh, Colossus coaching and, uh, you know, fit healthy and happy podcast. And and, uh, you know, just, yeah, so great job, Caitlin. So once again, if you are looking to get the results that you finally deserve, stop struggling, you know, take action before, you know, January 1st, and of course, build some high quality lean muscle while making sure you don't gain any weight and also especially lose some body fat as well, which is amazing. You know, it's what happens with the body recomp. We will take care of you. Just send us a message with the keyword lean muscle to our Instagram, Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Once again, three discounted spots. Uh, we look forward to hearing you from you and just making sure that we have all the resources to help you. And uh, yeah, so great job, Caitlin. And we're excited to, you know, help a couple more of you as well. And if you're someone who has a lot of obstacles, you know, working with a coach, working with me and Kyle, working with Jason, Chris, Armando, any of the amazing coaches here, we're going to show you how to blast through these obstacles, how to make them little small things. You know, maybe the things that you think are completely stopping you from getting started or getting to where you want to go. We're going to show you how to blast through them, right? And having someone on your side, who isn't emotionally tied in the journey it's hard making decisions for ourselves right because we're like oh you know maybe if I actually have to get in shape I have to stop doing this thing I love or how am I going to eat this food but when you have a coach to guide you through that you can see wow you can have a life you can live your best life and you can be fit healthy and happy you can get to new levels you can break through glass ceilings so we want to do that and once again this is your chance you know especially before the new year's rush before prices go up for all this craziness happens you know if you're ready to invest in yourself DM lean muscle to us on Instagram 
Instagram once again at ColossusFit C O L O S S U S F I T. Now into your questions. So the first questions of the day: What are your thoughts on cardio? I'm not doing much, mainly just strength training right now. But I want to lose fat, and I'm not too sure if it's worth adding cardio because I don't want to lose too much muscle. I've always heard people around me saying, "Don't do any cardio, just focus on weightlifting." What are your thoughts? So yeah, this is honestly such a good question. And I, I used to be someone that believed that, you know, it's just, you only need to strength train, gain muscle. You know, I kind of used to be that guy that would walk around with my, you know, lats out a little bit and just be like, ah, only muscle, you know, only strength training, you know, no cardio, how I like make all these little jokes. And I'm glad things have changed, but you know, for the most part, like, and this is where some people do struggle. I do believe a lot of like where it gets tough is like the, the main focus of just like, you know, should I be strength training? How much cardio do? And I do believe a lot of people do like way too much cardio and way too little strength training. So there really does need to be that good balance. But at the end of the day, if you do have the time, cardio has so many incredible benefits, even just like when it comes down to reducing the risk of so many different conditions between obesity, heart disease, high blood pressure, type two diabetes, like so many different things, even like uh, studies that come out saying that like doing stuff such as walking will help uh, lower the risk of osteoporosis, which is essentially a disease that weakens the bones to the point where they break easily. Kind of like we were talking about before, like it's amazing how something as simple as cardio and strength training will limit all these things from taking place as we get older and even just a study that came out showing that you know having just a great cardiovascular fitness level will reduce your cause of pretty much death by at least five times and there's nothing out there that compares to this so this on top of the strength training alone like it's so important I think a lot of times when it comes down to it a lot of people don't have their you know their actual right amount in line like there's some people who do 10 hours of cardio a week and then like an hour of strength training or you know whatever it is and then there's a lot of people out there that will do so much strength training powerless lifting. Even when I used to do all this stuff, I'd be like, okay, get as strong as physically possible. But because I'm focused on gaining muscle and size, I can't go out for a walk and I can't go out for like any of this stuff. So in my personal opinion, the best way to overall great health is a good combination of heart health, which is going to come from cardio and then a good combination of strength training, which has so many amazing benefits. So yeah, hopefully that answered that question, but that's just kind of where I'm at. It is super important. I guarantee you it'll help a lot and uh, it'll just make you so much healthier in the long run for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't overthink it if you're not doing much. Uh, you know, once again, there is a big, big phase, especially, you know, and it was kind of through the science community too, that if you want to gain as much possible muscle as possible, stay away from cardio, you burn calories where you lift, you know, and I kind of subscribe to it. Like for me, if I was being traumatic, I do maybe 10 minutes of a walk after my workout. But um, once again, I don't think many people even desire necessarily to be a bulk bro and be super stacked with a ton of muscle and doing low intensity steady state cardio is great for the heart, not going to lose a ton of calories it's a net uh you know energy positive you're actually going to burn less like you're going to feel better from it right like it's not going to derive you of energy what you do want to be careful of is like excessive amounts of cardio hit but once again no one's really going to get to these levels not no one really does anymore but if you're like seriously into like running and you know biking and all these crazy things and you're doing like excessive excessive amounts i think hours upon hours then maybe you want to analyze it if you know you're really focused on just putting on muscle but as i mentioned most most people aren't like this at all. Even myself, I love walking at least one to two hours a day. Um, I like doing whatever I can, whether it be volleyball, biking, whatever. I still hold a great amount of muscle. And like I said, my goal isn't to look like Ronnie Coleman or anything like that. But, you know, even for me, like it's so important to have a mixture of both. 
you know, having good VO2 max, having good heart health. And, you know, even before, like when I'd bulk and just lift, like I remember I'd get tired walking up the stairs at school and I'm like, okay, that's enough. Um, so you definitely do want that balance. I really wouldn't overthink it. And once again, cardio, a lot of people say, hey, should I be doing it before or after? Whatever your goal is. So if your priority is being a great marathoner and you want to have better muscle, do the running first, do your marathons. But for most people, if your goal is aesthetics, you know, your physique and your strength, start with the strength training, end it with a little bit of cardio. Just make sure you're doing a reasonable amount. Yeah. And if I were to prescribe just one thing for like 90% of people, just aim to do 30 to 60 minutes of walking a day. And I know it sounds like insane. And like some people are like, I don't know where I'd find that time, but you'd be surprised, you know, adding in the 10 to 15 minutes post-workout and maybe walking a dog later on or starting the day. Like even if you break it up as well, I believe that is in my opinion, the easiest way to get so many different benefits and uh, it'll go such a long way um, on top of the strength training, of course, as well. So really good question and great answer there, coach Josh. All right. Next up, now that winter is approaching, I want to begin gaining some more muscle, but I'm scared of putting on too much fat. How would you approach this? What an appropriate question with the promo we got going on. Yeah. So honestly, like one of the biggest things is just, you know, first of all, I'm going to talk about training because having the right training program, once again, it has to be in line with what you're striving for. And it has to have the right combination of strength training and right combination of cardio, just the right exercises as well. Right. If you're just going in there, you're hitting bicep curls every day or doing glute isolation exercises, you know, you just got to be on a progressive solid strength training program focused on just, you know, progressive overload, whatever way that is, whether it's through sets, reps, um, so many different things, you know, less less rest you know just more frequency more volume all that other stuff but i know it sounds a bit confusing with the strength training and the programming side of things we will take care of you please send us a message we do want to help you and we'll take care of that but in terms of the nutrition protocol it's just going to be more so finding out where your maintenance is at and this is going to be different for each person some people's maintenance is well over 3000 some people in the 1000 range really depends on your situation your metabolism how much muscle you hold how active you are day to day and just being in a slight surplus and that's like the main recipe the thing though is that's where having a coach comes in handy is because there will be times that things change there'll be times we need to start to increase calories like if i were to have someone let's say in a couple hundred calorie surplus let's say 300 calorie surplus each day um, that does end up being just over 2,000 calories within the week, which is about half a pound gained uh, per week. If I were to have someone in this situation, you know, for the first few weeks, it may work, but then at a certain point, we've got to start to increase things. We've got to start to change things around. We've maybe got to, you know, either increase or decrease cardio depending on where we're at and how much you're doing. So once again, the big thing is just being in a slight calorie surplus. We talked recently about dirty bulking and just doing too much. Like if my maintenance is 2000 calories and I start eating 4,000 a day, that's just going to be way too much fat gain. So that's why you need to make sure that you are using photos as a measurement tool, measurements as a measurement tool. And of course the scale, um, those three things on top of strength will give you all the data you need. These are the things that we look at as coaches day to day, week to week to make sure that you are doing the right things. But once again, slight calorie surplus is going to be the recipe and that's going to be how you're going to get the results. Yeah. You know, a lot of it isn't rocket science. You know what to do if you want to put on muscle, not gain fat, you got to train hard. You got to eat right. You know, you got to make sure you're monitoring calories. You got to have a plan. Once again, it's simple, but it's also very complex and hard. And that's where we can walk you through the nuances of it, get you on the best program, get you on the best, you know, nutrition, um, really highlight, you know, where your calories need to be because having your calories wrong can put you, you know, behind, it can have you really work in the wrong way for a long time. So at the end of the day, you know, always just lean into how can I do those small things better? Better. Um, but obviously, you know, it's a lot easier to know how to do them better when you're like us over 3000 transformations, tons of success in here. And, you know, we look forward to helping a few of you with that. So excellent question though. And then into our last question of the day, could you give me any tips
tips on how to keep a calm mind and peace with your mind just overall think more positive so it's a really good question like the first thing i'm going to say is some sort of relaxation practice or meditation like whatever that's going to look like for you i feel like even just in the times where i need it the most i love to rely on this even josh was saying you know recently like uh you know for someone who says feels like they don't have like 10 minutes to do stuff like this they actually need 20 minutes right which is pretty crazy to think because uh you know just it's something that a lot of people overlook right we're running from thing to thing to thing you know just not really spending time with our thoughts i know we were talking about this a little bit earlier within the walking side of things but this alone just sets me up for the day Number two, um, and then I'll let Josh, you know, give a bunch of his different tips is just training your mind, like catch yourself when you are slipping. So this is more so kind of to the whole positive things, but you know, a lot of people like they don't really notice when they like are negative or when they speak badly about themselves or like when they set themselves up for failure. So for example, you know, you have a bad sleep, you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to have the worst day. I don't know how I'm going to function. I need all this coffee. I need to do this. Like you could like literally set yourself up for failure just from the way that you're thinking based off of, you know, just how you're feeling. And for me personally, personally, you know, kind of working off of that sleep example, I'd say, Hey, listen, may not have had the best sleep, but I'm still going to crush the day. I'm still going to attack it, you know, get to bed earlier tonight. Boom. That's a completely different situation. And I know this is a small example, just talking about sleep, but for a lot of people, every single decision and everything that happens throughout the day, they're just constantly negative and they're just constantly just, you know, not even negative, but just like speaking, not as like positively as they could and uh, in the right way, which like will constantly compound. And if you don't realize it's actually turned into a habit. So my biggest things is a relaxation practice and training your mind anytime and catching yourself when these things do take place. If you're talking negative about people, like have some sort of jar, like a negativity jar, like, Hey, I'm going to contribute this much money. Like it goes such a long way. And the biggest thing is just taking note when it does happen because it's so easy to not realize as well yeah i think we've given you know a lot of tips for this even i think the book stillness is awesome by ryan holiday we have mentioned that it just kind of talks about the process of being still uh, as kyle said the meditation practice is huge even as i've been really consistent with that i felt better and better even you know with this monk mode challenge like doing no news no social media and even i'm just fighting that urge to take up my phone but it's amazing how much more calm i feel like i'm not reaching you know and i'm bored for a second to do any of that like just not at all. I've just, and I've been reading more because of it. I've listened to probably triple the podcasts and audiobooks. You know, it's amazing science when you take something where it is considered a little bit of a vice and you take that away and you create like that hole, you know, you can fill it with actually better things. And that's what in a large part growth is. And I think that's a great reminder for that as well. So that's something I've been doing. Obviously, it's a lot easier to be more present still and at peace when you're having better sleeps, when you're taking care of yourself, when you're physically healthy. And I think that's a really good reminder on you know how to do that but I love that this question was asked around that and you know to the point of even just thinking more positive and you know being around more positive people will go a long way like you know is your circle are your friends you know are the energy boosters or drainers and sometimes you gotta have critical decisions and you know I, we mentioned before on the podcast how you can have different groups of friends you can have a 10 minute friend you know somebody you can only be around for a bit before you want to go nuts right and then you can have someone who you could handle for a day someone for a week and then there's some people you could just be around forever but I I think it's good to know too like the different times and you know being comfortable also you know really looking at it from that way and looking for people that want to grow and build you up and the things you're consuming you know especially i know it's so tempting to just scroll in all day watch reality tv you know look at gossip and do all these different things but you know even this podcast i'm sure you feel good you feel inspired you feel motivated you know from listening to this and surround yourself with that you know fill your head with more of that and i'm not saying you can't do fun things or watch something stupid or silly or any of that other stuff but 
you know, kind of going at it from this mindset and this opinion can really be powerful for you. So those are just my, uh, my biggest tips there. Any, anything else you wanted to mention? The one last thing I was going to say is try to find ways to sprinkle different things throughout the day for calm mind, for peace, for everything like that. So as I was just thinking, as Josh was talking, like during my day, I have about five to six little sprinkles, you know, from starting my morning walk with my phone turned off for 15 minutes, that's one, the meditation practice, there's two, the workouts actually really like beneficial for me. There's three. Um, we hit the sauna. There's four. Number five is an afternoon walk for like five to 10 minutes or 15, whatever I need. There's five. Um, and then I'll do the hot tub at the end of the night for like 10 to 15 minutes. And, you know, just having a bunch of these different things, such as the gratitude, such as like your reflection, such as like, you know, just the, the little sprinkles, which do really don't actually take that long aside from the workout, everything all together within just like my mindfulness and like my peace routine ends up being about an hour, which is pretty cool. Cause I feel great from it, but you can take whatever you want that feels best whether it's five minutes in the sauna whether it's even just if I'm driving home from Josh's and I just turn my my music off for a few minutes and spend some time there like just find little ways to sprinkle it throughout the day and I guarantee you're just going to feel really good it's going to slow things down a little bit we're so used to just like music bumping just 24 7 something in our ear 24 7 and uh, I think those things will definitely help uh, for, for most people for sure all right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. You know, it's time to level up. Once again, as we always say, knowledge is only power when applied. So take this, apply it, you know, go out there, do some big things, level up, be patient with yourself and continue to tune in. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.